Wow. How's everybody doing? I grew up with a father that, that uh, he got asked to speak at a lot of places once. The same was for me, like father, like son. So to be back a second time in the same year, you know it's 2020, y'all. I want to just thank you for being here. It is a blessing. Uh, we have a home church in Nebraska that, that we attend and that I get to serve in. And, uh, but outside of Nebraska, this is our home church. This is, this is where a lot of our homies outside of Nebraska live. And so I, I'm just blessed. I have been waiting two years to speak in front of my parents again. This is amazing. I'm serious. The enemy tried to rip it away from us a few times. And, uh, but he knew I was a little bit, uh, I was not ready for that. I'm ready today, y'all. I'm going to give you Jesus. I'm a little nervous. I never get nervous. All right? I can't say never because I'm a little nervous today because my message is so simple. I feel I, I got to add to it, but I'm not. I promise. All right? It's like when you add a little bit of extra adobo or a little bit of extra Tony's to your gumbo. See, I lived in Louisiana seven years. You got to give me some breaks right here. But it's, it's really good, and then you add that little extra little bit of Tony Cheshire, and you're like, ooh, it's a little bit too salty, all right? I promise you it's going to be just fine. I want to acknowledge and thank those that are listening online. We are just blessed that you are with us today. The amazing thing about being supernatural, you know if you love Jesus and Jesus is in you and you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're supernatural now, right? We don't need to go crazy like Hollywood does. Let's just be, let's just be honest here. You're supernatural. So just because your booties aren't in these seats, but your hearts are with us online means we're one in spirit still. Amen? And so we, if you're online, we need your singing, we need your prayers, we need you to be in, in like ignited and engaged in what is going on because you're just as valuable to us here because you're just as valuable to God in heaven who we serve. Amen? So every so often a, a minister... Starts asking the Lord, going, God, yeah, we ask him two things. And God, if, if I only had one more message to give, what would it be? If I could give one more message on this earth, and it give you what, give the people what you have done for me, what you have given me, that's what I want to preach. Or, it's a little tougher for a minister, God you're going to minister to me on anything in my life right now and allow me to share it with others, what would it be? Very few times in the eight to ten years I've been preaching has both occurred at the same time. So I want you to know how important this is. And I want you to know, although sometimes a preacher preaches from a place of being there, like he's ran that specific race and he's coming from a place of victory going, I can bring you here, I can take you here with me. Sometimes we have to trust God and say, while I'm on the journey, you're going to enable me to speak what is going on while on the journey. Amen? This is one of those for me. I'm not quite there, but I'm far enough on the, long, uh, far enough on the journey that God has now entrusted me to give you a message he has placed inside of my heart a year and a half ago. And I've learned, you're going to learn that I've learned this very quickly because I'm going, to, I'm going to read you a poem. I hate reading poems because a poem should be expressed and given, right? Kind of like your pastor when he gives you a slide. Like he's so smooth. I told him he was on my podcast. Oh, not a shameless plug because I'm not shameful about this. 
If you want to know more about me, you can go to theweatheredman.com or go to the Weatherman podcast. It's on all the eight um, platforms, Apple Podcasts, all that place. If you want to know more about what I do, if you don't, say la vie, we're good, all right? But if you do, you can go to the Weatherman podcast. I do a podcast every week. This season um, is all on healing, and it's amazing. I, I deal with healing from multiple different perspectives within denominations and different belief patterns, but we de- we're going to be dealing with intergenerational and cultural healing. We're going to be dealing with church healing, tr- healing within the church, the body of Christ. So it's multiple facets, not just not physical healing. And um, as I was talking to God, wonderful beginnings. I, I didn't have my uh, title. I had my message weeks ago. And then I, I went to Pastor Andrew. I said, okay, I got two titles. Which one do you want? He goes, I don't care, man. So you know I, you know what I did. I went to the boss who I should have gone all along. I said, Pastor Dom, what you think? And she goes, wonderful beginnings. Right. I need your number now. Yeah, he, he's not helping me much. But I want to thank Pastor Don and Pastor Andrew. See, you got first billing now <laughs> um, for, for allowing me to be here. My mom and dad, Chuck and Billy Stecker, they're the reason I am here. We can just leave it at that. And, um, and then my wife, who is, uh, by the grace of God, kept me here. You know, she could have. <laughs> All right, in Jesus' name. Um, and my lovely daughter is here, and we're just grateful to be here. Wonderful beginnings. How did I get here? We're going into a season every new year we go, it's time for a new normal. How many of us heard that phrase? Oh, this new normal stinks, or this new normal is great, or you go through something that's a struggle, and they go, well, welcome to your new normal. Or, or every time we get a new president, it doesn't matter if there's an RDLMNOP next to it, right? There's a new normal coming. Right? And we're so focused on the new normal, we forget about our wonderful beginnings. You will never be able to thrive in your new normal, no matter what it is, if it's not founded in the wonderful beginnings of your creation. That's it. Things of this earth is going to change around you regardless. You may have external new beginnings as long as they don't affect your created beginnings. So I'm going to do something I don't like to do usually. But my new normal is no longer affecting my creative beginnings. So I got, I got here and I had to remind myself to restudy and memorize this so that I could give it to you and look you in the eyes. And God said, but it's the week of Christmas. What are you doing with your children? And I said, okay. I won't do it, God. No, I, God says, I'll t- I told you you need to do this. You're just going to read it. But I want you to just enjoy this before we get into the message. And it's the simplest message I've ever given. It doesn't mean it's simple. (laughs) It just means I've dumbed down the craziness just enough to maybe give you this today. But this is the foundation of everything that we're going to be dealing with is wonderful beginnings. Amen? You can't get hyped about this poem. You can't get hyped. This is G.I. Soldier. He's a poet in the P4CM movement. Always give credit where credit is due, but... Why create something when something's so beautifully created already, amen? He is the inexplainable description. As you listen to my dedicated attribute of inscription and the essence of my foolish, unworthy disposition. Followed by the unobstructed full cooperators of mission is God's vision I now explain. The inexplicable, exegetical interpretation, I try to make it applicable and theoretical to every sensation the dispensation and manifestation of understanding of all creation 
as I dissect and break down this remarkable incarnation call. He is the genealogical, biological seed of David. He is the theological, psychological seed of the living God. Mount Calvary is symbolic of the ultimate price that he paid in the valley of death is where he covered me with his staff and his rod. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. He is the only begotten son. He is Yahweh, Jehovah, and Yeshua in the Hebrew tongue. The sociological purpose of him coming in the form of a person is to save the very essence of all humanity through his love and perfection. Before I was formed in the belly, I already had a predetermined destiny. His spirit represents the very breaths of me. He has tested me, though, and his power of word has been manifested in me. I was already created in the spirit as he was blessing me, and then he formed me from the dust and made the rest of me. What other manner of man can you find that gives sight to the blind, so gentle and kind, with power, love, and sound mind? Jesus. Jesus, the Elohim, the most gracious and eternal King of kings, the reign supreme, the El Shaddai, on a cross is where he died for you and I, Jesus. Listen closely to the words that are being said. He is the second one of the Trinity and the unity of the Godhead. Our Alpha and Omega, remember this. Our Lord and personal Savior, our Creator, so I'll praise him right now because there might not be a later. Jehovah Shalom. Take a deep breath. The power of his name can never cease. The incomprehensible, invincible, sensible, everlasting Prince of Peace, Jesus. I give him all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. Heaven is on the throne where he is seated at the right hand of the living Father, Jesus. How mighty, precious, and excellent be thy name. I don't care about money, riches, material goods, fortune, and fame, Jesus. The wonderful counselor, you have been so good to me. In your gracious undying presence is where I long. Jehovah Shammah. He is my present help and my protection. He was bruised for our iniquities and wounded for our transgressions. Jesus, my heart, mind, and soul, it belongs to you. Please forgive me for all the wrong I've done and all the sin I committed too. Jesus, the one and only Messiah, he is the Christ. He is coming back for you without spot or wrinkle to make us his wife. Yo, Jesus, the kinsman, redeemer, the promise keeper, the tree of life that's in the midst of the garden, the sower, the reaper, Jehovah, Rapha, our healer. He is the one who heals me. He's not like a thief coming in the night to rob or steal from me. You feel me? My shield, my armor, my protective shadow, my attorney, my doctor, my lawyer who's never lost a battle. Jehovah Mekadish, the God of my sanctification. Because by submitting myself to him, he is the plan of my salvation, Jesus. The living word, the pathway to the truth and the light. He gives me the confidence to walk by faith and not by sight. And if I put off my old things, he will make me new. He is my Lord God of righteousness. He is Jehovah Sikkenu. Jesus, he was brutally beaten. Check the bruises, the wounds, the cuts, and the open gashes, and the contusions. The abusing, and we're refusing to do what is right? Well, he died for our sins, and not by his might, but by his spirit. The truth comes, and sometimes we don't want to hear it. But somewhere in our hearts and our minds, we have been programmed to fear it. But the reality, there is plurality within this unity. And we are all waiting for him to come back 
which is soon to be Jehovah Rohi. He is the one who feeds me. The Lord is my shepherd. He is my banner, Jehovah Nisi. And you see me? I can go on and on and on. But don't forget, he woke you up this morning. Oh, Jesus. All the power of God in his hand. So after you have done all that you possibly can, you can just stand in the sight of the one who has dominion and all power over all the land. Because there is enough, not enough English words in the English language to describe my God, my King, my Savior, my Lord, my groom, my friend. Call Jesus. Wow. See, in 2014, I had a new normal. I was voted in as a lead pastor in a church in Louisiana on June 5th of 2004, or June 5th, January 5th of 2014. We got a new normal, didn't we, baby? You just pretend to not. I can't see you. I've had a lot of new normals. In 2018, I went into the new year going, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this and accomplish this. And a new normal happened on January 5th, 2018. If you know me, you know I had an accident. Don't need to go into the details, but it almost took my life. And my new normal now existed. In 2019, God had told us to merge with another church with my brother in the Lord, and it was an amazing plan, an amazing thing. And in 2019, we got a new normal. 2020, we said, you know, you know, all the great prophets can't wait for 2020. Can you see what God is going to do? Not to God, but to them, because God's done a lot, whether we want to recognize it or not. We do see differently, y'all. Not how we wanted to see necessarily, not what we wanted to see, but who we've always wanted to see is in the midst. 2020, I moved in. 2019, preparing for 2020, I moved in with my in-laws and my wife. I'll keep this careful because my wife is here. I love my in-laws, I promise you. I don't know if I did this before. I love my bride. You know, behind every great man is a, oh, very surprised mother-in-law. She loves me and I love her. We cook together. We love it. All right. But my new normal changed and I couldn't figure out what was going on. God gave me this revelation, however you want to put it, this, this in-depth thought process into what's going on a year and a half ago. And he's used it a little bit here and there. But then when he brought this here and we started dealing with wonderful beginnings, you, you thought pastor was ending the series last week. Nah, I got you. I'm going to finish this up for pastor because what pastor has been seeing and hearing from the Lord for your new normal must be backed up with your wonderful beginning. So thank you, pastor, for giving me this opportunity to help you, help them to receive the glory of the Lord like never before. Because if your worship team keeps singing songs like they just did, man, you got no, you got, you, you don't need some help. Y'all better be ready to serve and volunteer because it's coming. Because there's two things a worship team needs. Okay, I'm charismatic. I get two squirrels per sermon. And because I was raised also Baptist, I get five closings. Just bear with me. All right? Squirrel one. All right? There's two things every worship team, like on the outside looking in, we, we, we got to notice, right? Anointing and talent. Some have the talent, but you, you're there. I'm like, this is amazing. The fog machine's gorgeous, but where's Jesus? And then there's some 
I've been in those churches because I have, where the anointing was mag- like awesome. But if you listen to us online, all right, you start watching the Smurfs. That's the first thing that came to my head. Just bear with me. All right, but this is the thing. You have a church that not only God has brought in talent, but they have sought his anointing. God gives talent. You seek the anointing. You seek the presence of God. You cannot fake the anointing now. You can't fake talent either. I've seen some. (laughs) I'm called to worship with you on stage. No, you're not. You're called to pray and be quiet. All right? Hey, we all have our callings. So let's deal with this. I only have 16 more minutes. Let's talk about wonderful beginnings in 2021. We must establish our new spiritual normal like never before, before we can even try to experience the new, be, the new normal the way we were called to experience. The new normal changed on the disciples a lot. But who they were through Christ never changed. What God has shown me is that sometimes when I struggled in 2020, I forgot about my wonderful beginnings. I was just dealing with my new normal. Let's go to slide one. In the beginning, now remember these three words because these are amazing. In the beginning, everybody say in the beginning with me. There we go was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that has been made. All right, you've got to read that slowly sometimes, but you get the gist of it. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. I couldn't add those two together without you know, the light part without that, but what we want to really deal with in the beginning was the what? Who is the word? Jesus. Okay, because we're setting up something really cool here. In the beginning was the word, all right? Was Jesus. Can we just say it like this? Am I good, Pastor? All right, cool. And And Jesus was with God, and Jesus was Jesus was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that has been made. This is important for you to know, all right, because we need to understand that the Trinity didn't come into play in the New Testament. We didn't just have Father God, and all of a sudden Jesus and God go, Plan B, let's give you Jesus and the Holy Spirit now. I want you to know right off the bat, There was never a plan B. Jesus was always the plan A. All right? So when you have a plan B, when new normal comes, you need to understand that plan A never moves. If it's rooted in the kingdom, if it's rooted in Jesus, if it's rooted in the soil of God himself, you will never have to worry about your DNA spiritually, supernaturally, or naturally being shifted into something you were never created to be. Jesus was in the beginning. I have this thought, it's just amazing at creation. I just need you to have this picture before we go here so you understand where I'm going in the future. That that didn't make sense, just bear with me. I have this picture. This is thus say a chat. Amen? Not thus say the Lord, thus say a chat. I have a crazy mind. It's going to be cool. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
leaning over the dirt that they're ready to create man in our image, their image, by the way, plural, and the father leaning down into the dirt to grab the DNA of his creation. And he steps up proud and he goes, that's my child. He looks over to Jesus and Jesus looks over to him and goes, my child. Jesus leans down and he does his thing and he stands up and he says, Dad, Father, in the same creation you created your child, I made my bride. And they both look over to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's like, because he's breath, right? And he dupes down and goes, and he comes back into line in the Trinity and he looks back and goes, Abba, the same creation you made your child and Jesus, the same creation that you made your bride, I made him able to house us. I made a temple. Because there's no reason to have a child and have a bride if I'm not in them and they're not in me. little foreshadowing. See, that's the moment that it wasn't just about the image. It was about the likeness. In the beginning, let's go to the next slide. In the beginning, this very first verse in Scripture, you see something that's really cool about this? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. I have a really cool message about this, but I promised my dad I wouldn't go there. In the beginning, God. That's all I want you to notice. Because in the New Testament, John, it was in the beginning was the Word, and we know the Word was with God, the Word was God, and the Word is who? So in the beginning, God, and you're like, well, pastor, reverend, whatever I want to call you in any given moment. That doesn't mean Jesus was there. Let me, let me read it into you in the message real quick. We don't have this slide, but I just think it's amazing because it might help you out. First, this, in the beginning. First, this, God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see. Isn't that important to know? Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit broadened like a bird above the waterways of abyss. So in the beginning, God. I want to establish three things before we go and finish this up. <laughs> Let's establish how creation happened here. Let's go to the first slide. God the Father spoke. I told you I'm going to make it easy. If I needed it easy, so I'm just sharing the wealth there. God spoke, right? What does God have to use? Like when you speak, what do you use? In the beginning was the... So when we speak, what are we using? So two. God the Father spoke. Then, but God the Father had to speak a word. What did he speak into the foundation of creation? So God the Father spoke. Now we have Jesus, the Word, being spoken. Let's go to the third slide. 
God the Father used his breath. See, breath in Hebrew is ruach. All right, you got to get that. All right. The ruach, it means wind, breath. So holy breath of God, the holy wind of God. It changes how you read the scripture when you see wind in scripture from here on out. God the Father used his breath to propel the word, Jesus, into creation so that he could become Abba to all. Do you see how the Trinity in unity formed the creation, formed not just us, but the earth that we now live in? Why the DNA, if Jesus was put into the DNA, was put into the soil as the root, no wonder we get his DNA when he used dirt. He couldn't just speak you into existence. He had to make you into this earth. Because he says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you, right? means you were created long before you were made. Your parents made you. Abba Father created you. And if we only focus on the areas in which we were made in, then we could have shame, we could struggle with depression, and oppression, and suicidal thoughts and tendencies, and yada, 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 habits, hang-ups, heartache, the works, right? But if our focus is on how we were created, our wonderful beginning, then how can anything that is external affect who you are in Christ? Going into 2021, if you don't get this, 2021 will be, as Pastor said, the same as 2020. And God help us. So we have established all three being a part of this. This is where it gets fun for me. I'm going to show you a picture. I'm going to show you how Jesus was never plan a, B, but plan A. Can you bring this up? See, I love to read in the Hebrew and the Greek. I love it. I'm not trying to sound smart. I just love it. I'm fascinated with the original text. Because sometimes in English, we miss something, right? Not because somebody's messed up, but the perfection is in the original text. That's why pastor can use different versions when he wants different translations, because they match up to the original text the best way. So I was reading, and I said, in the beginning created God, or God created the heavens and the earth. And then I noticed a word in Hebrew that I didn't notice in English, y'all. Shouldn't we know this word? I mean, it's kind of important. It's the first verse of the Bible. Shouldn't we know everything God was declaring over creation? It's so cool. So then I look into it because I study Hebrew, and I love the ancient Hebraic pictographs. There's so many things about this. And in my research, I, re- I learned that this isn't a word. God, I don't understand you sometimes. It's not a word. It's just two letters. And then I learned it's that the first letter on the right, which is they read right to left, all right, is the first letter is the aleph, and the second letter is the top. Do you know what the first letter is, aleph? Well, let me rephrase that. Because in the New Testament, Jesus says, I am the what? Alpha. And Omega, beginning and the end, the first and the last. Do you know what we have here? Is we have Aleph, the first letter in the alphabet, and Tab, the last. Oh, this changes everything, y'all. I got God bumped. Do you? In the beginning, God, the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, created the heavens and the earth. Jesus wasn't plan B, he was plan A. Without him being plan A, we don't have salvation on the other end of sin, of the fall. God planned on it because he didn't make you a robot. 
I like to say, and this is thus say Chad, the greatest gift God ever gave us was not love, it was choice. Because through choice, love is more empowering. He gave us choice. He knew that somebody was not going to choose the right thing at some point. So he had to wonderfully begin his creation with one being, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Let's go to the next because it gets really cool. It makes me want to dance, and I don't know how to dance. I like to tell people, my friends that are black didn't know I was white until I danced. And they approved that message. This is the Aleph. This is the ancient Hebrew pictograph for Aleph. It's an ox head. You can see as through the years it becomes transposed into an A. Can you see that? It's really cool what God did. All the pictures he gave the Hebrews, the first written language that is known to man, eventually ended up the letters that we have in English. <laughs> so it's an ox head. This is the cool part about pictographs, is you never have to interpret. No matter where you are from, if you saw the ox head, you thought of strength. You thought of a leader. You thought of an ox. Strength. Really cool, huh? Do you know what the cob is? I'm guessing you don't. It's rhetorical, and I'm doing this for climactic reasons. The symbol that God chose right from the beginning to be the symbol for cob is this. You know what that mark stands for? Mark, sign, covenant. God made a covenant with you long before you knew what a covenant was. You know what his covenant was? Cross. Think about it. The strength of the covenant. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning, God, the Alpha and Omega, the strength of the covenant, created the heavens and the earth. Pastor, will you get up here as I finish this off? And Dad, will you come up here? There's a reason I'm having him come up here. I'm going to use some fire. And I have personally been shot, stabbed, and put on fire before. We don't need to talk about that stuff. So we're a little protective in our family. You can hold this one. You can hold this one. Jesus says he's the living water. And he talks about being in us and us in him and him and in the Father. See, just hold it out here. I don't want to set you on fire, Dad. What happens when you just have a balloon? Boom. See, this is what happens when you don't have Jesus inside of you. You ready? This is what happens. Hey, I got to hit my mark. You got to help me out here. <laughs> See, this world is going to heat up around you no matter what the new normal is, y'all. Fasting and praying is all about internally setting yourself up for the fire that is getting ready to happen. However you want to look at it, however you want to be it. But you know what happens even in a balloon? Here, I got the backpack. Is you make it burn. 
But just a little bit of water changes everything. 2021, you need Jesus, the living water inside of you. You need to go back to your wonderful beginning so that you're ready for the new normal to come. I want to read this to you as my closing. Pastor, will you stay up here? Because, Dad, will you stay up here too? No, I need your support on this. Stand on this side of me. Sometimes we need more support than we think we do. I'm going to read you something important. It's amazing. It's John 14, 10 through 20. That's it. Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe on account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, here comes the most important part. If you love me, you will keep my name. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. All three. See this? Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, but I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. And that day you will know that I am in my Father. And you ready? And you in me, and I in you. Be blessed. But remember, your normal will pop you. Your new normal, no matter what it is, good, bad, or ugly, will be too much for you to bear without the living water inside that represents your wonderful beginnings. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Awesome. Thank you for that, Chad. Such an amazing, amazing word. Um, as your pastor, this is now our most important time of the, the service today is to, to respond. And, and what are we responding to? We're, we're responding to this covenant that we, 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 we saw today that was from the beginning. It was always God's plan to, to have this covenant with, with Jesus. And every service here at Passionate Life Church, and as you're watching online, I, I, want, you to, uh, I want you to respond also. I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus or make a recommitment to Christ. I just ask that every head bowed, every eye closed this morning as we respond to the Holy Spirit today. Maybe you'd say today, Pastor, I've never said yes to Jesus. I've never come into covenant with Jesus, and I want to today. I want to start off my, my new year, going into my new year with a relationship with Jesus. Or maybe you would say, Pastor, I've drifted from the truth, and, and man, I've just let this this year in this world just consume me. And, and today I want to make a recommitment to following Christ 
into the new year. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If that's you, just slip up a hand real quick. I just want to pray with you. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Jesus. All over this place, you can put your hands down. Thank you, God. And I would just ask that we'd all repeat this prayer as we help those making the greatest decision of their life today. Dear Jesus, I thank you for what you did on that cross. And I ask this morning that you would forgive me of all my sins, that you would come into my life and be my Lord and King. And from this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's give them a hand clap today. Heaven is rejoicing.